50 cents goes into the pot. We try to turn it into $50,000. You like that money? You're in it for the money. This is the 50 cents to 50K podcast hosted by Sean Anderson. Sean Anderson? I'm not really familiar with Sean Anderson. Sean Anderson is now my personal enemy, so we are going to get into that. He is? He's the phenom. Welcome into the 50 Cent to $50,000 podcast. I'm your host and contestant, Sean Anderson. After a long six-month hiatus, I am back, and I'm excited to be back. I haven't had the inspiration to do this, mainly because I suck at betting. If you were to ask for my credentials, uh, my betting credentials, I'd probably tell you that the first time I went into a casino, I won immediately and then stopped gambling because I was afraid of losing money. Also, I just checked on FanDuel Sportsbook, and I just want to mention that 50 Cent to $50,000 podcast is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, except it's not. I was checking on the FanDuel Sportsbook uh, little thing they have, and you could see the amount of money you've put in, the amount of money you have won, and then your net gain. For money I have bet, I have bet $480.94 in my betting career. I have won $341.86 for a net total, mainly a net loss, of $139.07. But it's not about you know, the money lost. It's about the experience gained and the friends we've made along the way. And if you want to be my friend, you can check me out on Twitter at Sean underscore W underscore Anderson. And you can follow the show on Twitter at 50 K pod. So where have I been and what am I doing? Uh, season one was pretty anticlimactic. I had three episodes before I lost my 50 cents. I did not get anywhere near the $50,000 goal. And then in season two, I tried to do the $36 tournament challenge where I put $36 into the FanDuel, uh, FanDuel Sportsbook account and tried to take all of that money build it all the way up to the championship game and bet it all. And I did it. It went great. I had a ton of money going into the championship game. And then I took Gonzaga. So went away with $0 in that one. Season three will be my first time trying NFL picks. I will be trying to make a super parlay every single episode. I will pick every single game on the NFL slate except the Thursday games. Maybe I'll do a Thanksgiving special, but likely it will be the Sundays and Monday games. And I will try to get the parlay right. And I'm going to bet a minimal amount of money. This episode, I'll bet 50 cents. And I will try to turn that into a huge gain. Again, the name is 50 cents to $50,000 podcast. And the end goal by week 17 uh, is to have... $50,000 in the FanDuel Sportsbook account. I did a little bit of a test run last week. My record last week was eight and seven. That is seven losses too many. For a parlay to hit, you have to get every single game right. And I do want to clarify, every single one of these picks is just a straight up pick. This is who I think will win the game, right? So if I picked the Bears to win last week against the Rams, that would have negated all all other 14 games because the Bears lost. I am not trying to go up against the spread. I am just trying to pick the winners of the game. I am trying to pick 15 winners without picking a single loser. It sounds easy, and hopefully it is, because I'm looking to buy a boat. If I get $50,000, like, what else am I going to do with it, right? I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. I could buy a boat. 
So let's hope that fifty thousand dollars gets deposited into my FanDuel sports account, uh, sports book account, and I am able to buy a boat with my money. So just to recap. Season three, we'll be doing one super parlay. That will be the entire show, the entire bit, one super parlay to try to build up to $50,000 by week 17. And now I'm realizing I'm saying week 17. I could go out and edit it, but... I'll just correct it now. Week 18. By week 18, we look to hope to have $50,000 built up with uh, the NFL expanding to 17 games on their schedule in 2021. So, how we're going to do this, I'm going to break down each and every pick by three different sections. We're going to go by locks, upsets, and void. First up in the locks segment, Houston at Cleveland. Cleveland is favored by 13 and a half points. That is a lock. I think Cleveland's going to win. Houston looked impressive against Jacksonville, but that's Jacksonville. Then New England, they're favored by six points at New York, the New York Jets. I think that uh, Bill Belichick against a rookie quarterback, we've seen it a million times before. I think we'll see it for the millionth and first time this week against Zach Wilson and the Jets. I will take New England to win in, I was going to say flushing, fuck that. They play in the Meadowlands, not flushing. Minnesota at Arizona. Arizona favored by three and a half points. I think that line should be higher. I think Arizona will win that game. Uh, And anytime Minnesota versus Arizona uh, uh, faces up, I always think of Paul Allen's call of the Nate Poole touchdown. Uh, Shout out Josh McGowan uh, in that one. Then Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay favored by 12 and a half points. I will be taking Tampa Bay in that one. Tennessee at Seattle. Seattle favored by six and a half points. I think Seattle is going to win that game. You saw last week, Tennessee was not able to stop Kyler Murray at all. And you saw what uh, Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett were able to do in week one. They've been doing that for multiple years now. And DK Metcalf against that Tennessee secondary uh, will probably have a bigger game than he did in week one. Finally, the Monday night game, Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by 12 and a half points. I don't think that Detroit will pull off the upset. They had a nice little comeback against San Francisco. And I know Green Bay lost, got destroyed 38-3 to against New Orleans last week, but that's not how Green Bay is going to look every single week. Now, those are six locks that I have for you. Houston at Cleveland, I'm taking Cleveland. New England at New York, I'm taking New England. Minnesota at Arizona, I'm taking Arizona. Atlanta at Tampa Bay, I'm taking Tampa Bay. Tennessee at Seattle, I'm taking Seattle. Detroit at Green Bay, I'm taking Green Bay. Now, if you were taking all of this into a 16 parlay, you'd get plus 318 odds. And just to think about it this way, if you are a novice, if you place down $1 on those odds, you win $3.18. But $3.18 is very minuscule when we get to $50,000. So we have to build it up a little bit more, and we'll do that with some upsets. No! No! And there's the great Paul Allen call of the... Arizona upset of the Minnesota Vikings back on December 28th, 2003. Upsets. First up, first one I have for you, it's going to be every single week I'm going to pick against Pittsburgh. I hate Pittsburgh. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. I hate that damn team. Las Vegas, I think they're a fun team. I really liked their hard knocks two years ago. I was buying into the Gruden gang then, and now after seeing that big Monday night win against Baltimore, I like Las Vegas. Las Vegas at Pittsburgh. Vegas is a five and a half point underdog. 
And they have a lot of offensive line issues. TJ Watt could possibly eat in this game. But I really do just think that Pittsburgh is really bad offensively. And I think they got bailed out by a bad Buffalo offensive output last week. Pittsburgh shouldn't have been in that game against Buffalo. And I I don't think that they're going to be in this game against the uh, Vegas Raiders. Next up, we have Cincinnati. They are the underdogs. One and a half points at Chicago. I'm a Bears fan. I really am excited to see Justin Fields. And I think that the Andy Dalton revenge game has some merits. But overall, Cincy, even though they're undisciplined, they can put pressure on the quarterback. And Andy Dalton is not going to be able to escape in this game. And also, what an uninspiring performance from the Bears last week. Offensively, dry, flat, Matt Nagy not running the ball again. And the defensive performance was just uh, spacey. I mean, Eddie Jackson not touching down Van uh, Jefferson. Same with Sean Gibson on that uh, big uh, opening drive touchdown for the Rams. I know the Rams are a good team, but the Rams just forced the ball down their throat every single drive. And I understand that Joe Burrow is not Matt Stafford and he doesn't have the weapons that he has. But I do think that Joe Burrow has shown in the NFL so far in a very limited slate that he's a very capable quarterback and he has some weapons. T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. These are guys that I think could put up points against this Bears defense because they are fast and this Bears defense is old. I will take Cincinnati to beat the Bears in Soldier Field. Then Buffalo at Miami. I went to Miami recently uh, back in June and it is hot as hell down there. The sun is unrelenting. And if you know anything about the away sidelines at Hard Rock Stadium, the Buffalo Bills will be in just draining sun on Sunday. So I think that Miami with their defense and Brian Flores is a very capable defensive coordinator. I think that they'll be able to game plan around Josh Allen. I like Miami to win this game. They are underdogs by three and a half points. Um, I would take that spread. Uh, I'm not a huge spread better, but I think that they would be able to cover that for sure. Um, But also, I just think that they're going to win this game straight up. So I will take Miami there. Dallas at LA Chargers. Uh, Dallas dealing with some injuries. Demarcus Lawrence is out. I think he might uh, might be suspended. Lyle Collins is injured. But I really did like Dallas's offense in the Thursday opener against Tampa Bay. They have a lot of rest going out there. And I know that Washington has a very good defense, but I wasn't really impressed with the Chargers. I think this is a team that might find their footing later on in the season, maybe around week six, week seven. Brandon Staley, the head coach there, just finally uh, you know, making some adjustments as he starts out there. So I, I don't know if they're in full go mode just yet. And I do think that Dallas, if any team can keep up with Justin Herbert offensively, I do think it is Dallas. So I think you're going to see a shootout in LA and I believe that is the SoFi Stadium opener for the Chargers so that's exciting for the Chargers if you were putting the four upsets into a parlay you'd get plus 3,669 odds or uh, for again for your novice bettors if you place down one dollar you'd win $36.70 so Four upsets, Vegas at Pittsburgh, Cincinnati at Chicago. I will take Miami hosting Buffalo and then Dallas at the L.A. Chargers. I am no longer bound to this earth by worldly desires. I have entered the void. I think the only uh, worldly possession I won't be able to give up is a boat. You know, if I'm able to win this $50,000 and buy a boat, I'm not giving that up. But we enter the void. Games that I'm not really sure on. I think I have a read on them. I think that uh, that that I can I can pull out the uh, the perfect fifteen for fifteen. But if 
my parlay hinges on any bets. I do think it's going to be the five games I'm bringing up right here. First off, let's start with the Rams. I mentioned them uh, and their performance against the Bears in the last segment. Rams at Indy. Rams are three and a half point favorites. I didn't love Indy in week one, and I loved LA in week one. I really do think that the Rams are the second best team in the NFC behind the Tampa Bay Bucks. I would have told you that before Green Bay's just garbage performance against New Orleans uh, in week one, and I, I'm not really won over by New Orleans' performance. It really does seem not repeatable. If the Saints and Packers played a hundred times on a neutral field, I don't think that the Saints win more than 50% of the time. I do think Green Bay is a better team and they just had a very weird week one performance. This isn't about New Orleans or the uh, Packers. It's about the LA Rams at Indy. I don't think there's going to be a hard knocks boost. I don't really like Carson Wentz against Aaron Donald. I really think it's a bad matchup for Indy. I will take the Rams. I think the Rams beat the Colts. Then San Fran at Philly. San Fran is a three-point favorite, um, and I was tempted to take Philly. I I like their performance against Atlanta, but the biggest thing that went uh, against them is discipline. The only team that was more undisciplined in Week 1 than Philly was... Their opponent, the Atlanta Falcons. I think San Fran, although they did have a little bit of a scare in the end of that game against Detroit, they really got off to a hot start, and I think that they could probably do the same against Philly. Jalen Hurts is a wild card, but... In the end, I'll take Kyle Shanahan. Then New Orleans, they are favorites by three and a half points at Carolina. I saw Joe O. He's on Carolina, which made me a little bit worried. But if we're talking about straight up winning the game, I think New Orleans will win this game. And to their favor, Christian McCaffrey only has two games with 100 plus rushing or receiving yards versus New Orleans. And those were early in his career. He's been very quiet. To, to put it plainly, against the Saints in his career. As a fantasy owner of Christian McCaffrey, I hope that he balls out against the Saints and the Saints still win, but history shows that the Saints have done a great job of containing C-Mac in Carolina. Then I will go to Denver at Jacksonville. Again, this is kind of like the Bill Belichick versus Zach Wilson, rookie quarterback versus defensive coordinator. I don't think that uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to do well against Vic Fangio's defense. I mean, you you hear rookie quarterbacks talk about it all the time, how difficult it is to read it, how difficult it is to pick it up. You need to see it a ton in your career to even really have success against it. He threw three picks against a bad Houston defense. I don't think he's going to have success against a Denver defense. However... Maybe this is one thing where Urban Meyer throws out all the changes. He he has every answer to the Fangio defense. I don't think it's possible, and that's why I'm going to take Denver. Denver is five and a half points favorites at Jacksonville. But if I if I saw like a a wild card, you know, dark dark horse uh, pick, I think Jacksonville maybe could upset Denver, and that's why they're in the void and not in the lock section. And finally, Kansas City, they're three-and-a-half-point favorites at Baltimore. I think Kansas City's going to win this game. Baltimore didn't look great, and the thing with Lamar is turnovers, and I think if you're giving Kansas City any more uh, any more chances than they deserve, uh, Kansas City's going to take away that game. So I, I think Kansas City could have a battle, but I think in the end they'll win that game. And even then, Baltimore's banged up, so this could end up being a KC blowout. If you take the five teams in the void, the LA Rams, the San Francisco 49ers, the New Orleans Saints, the Denver Broncos, and Kansas City Chiefs, and put them into a five-team parlay, you'd get odds of plus 698. If you bet a dollar, you'd win $6.98. 
So let's get into the super parlay. I am taking Cleveland, New England, Arizona, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Green Bay, Las Vegas, Cincy, Miami, Dallas, LA Rams, San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans, Denver, and Kansas City in a 15-team parlay. I'm going to be betting 50 cents in honor of the name of the podcast. I think I'll bump this up, though, if I really do want to take a shot at getting up to $50,000. But for week two, I'll just start low and, again, honor the podcast. We're going to be betting 50 cents on odds of 125847 And if we win, our progress bar will go up to... 1.25% because we will be winning $629.24. So, if all 15 teams win that I picked, we will be $629.24 closer to $50,000. That is the ultimate goal, and that's going to wrap it up for episode one of season three of the 50 Cent to $50,000 podcast. Again, I'm Sean Anderson. If you enjoyed this, please share. Like Tito Beveridge said of uh, of Tito's vodka, he told twenty of his uh, closest friends to, uh, to, to 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 share the good news about Tito's vodka. And if you want to share the good news of the fifty cent to fifty thousand dollar podcast, please do. I'd really appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at sean underscore w underscore anderson, and you can follow the podcast at fifty k pod. Bye.